Welcome to Sales Hiring Straight Talk, where sales leaders go for advice, tips, and resources to hire high-performing sales talent. If you find the hiring process challenging or have been disappointed when a hire couldn't sell, you're not alone. Make your sales hiring interviews rock with Sales Hiring Straight Talk. Here are your co-hosts, Jennifer Leak and Suzanne Paling. This is part two of our conversation with William Tincup, president and editor-at-large of RecruitingDaily.com. In this podcast, he continues to share expertise on the most hastily done part of the interview process, the job offer. We asked him to talk more about what you can do to stand out so a top candidate will choose your job offer over others. Let's use this scenario. I'm a successful sales rep and I've interviewed with three different companies and I got three different offers now. What do I see in a job offer letter that would cause me to pick your company over the other two? So we take it from the the general to the specifics. Generally, you're looking at, okay, the company, how they fit in the company, how they fit in with the product or services that they're going to sell, the values, you know, the ethics and morality and and all of that stuff. Depending on if it's going to be an in-location or remote position, you can sell the location sometimes is a is a sell as in and of itself. And then I think what with, uh, again, with candidates under the age of 40, or you might even apply this to candidates across the generational spectrum, it's that you're going to not help, not only help them in, ensure their success. So salespeople want to be successful. It's in their DNA. They want to be successful, and they know that it's it's a it's a game of kind of rejection and rejection management. So sales is very much one of those things where you're going to strike out more times than you hit the ball. And salespeople know that. But what you can do as a sales leader is then say, "We're going to invest in you." We're going to help train you on some of the things that maybe you feel like you need to be trained on, not just product and company and things like that. But we're also going to invest in your training and your success because your success is our success. And I think the last thing that they can do to be memorable is being personal in the offer letter, highlighting things where you bonded over. Like you really asked, Janet, you really asked a wonderful question. And I didn't give you a great answer but I've thought about it since, and here's what I'd now say to that question. Like that type stuff, it's it you're, you're getting back to them. Because again, we might not have the right answers at the right time, just like candidates. You get back to them and you weave that back into the story of we want you and we want to ensure that you're going to have a good experience here. We're not going to drop you off at the deep end of the pool and just kind of hope that you're successful. We're going to work hard, just as hard as you're going to work at being successful. We're going to work with you to be successful. And I think, you know, as as sales leaders look at that as an opportunity to sell, as an opportunity to kind of close the deal with that candidate, anything they can do that's personal, the the, the more personal and the more specific to that person, because if it's generic, it's just like a generic proposal. You know, when you put a generic proposal in front of a prospect, you get a generic answer. Same thing with candidates. The more that you can make that specific, I really, I'm so glad that you went to Vanderbilt. You got your degree. Your early experience in pharmaceutical sales is going to set you up really nicely. It's the transferable skills to software or SaaS software is amazing. It's going to be easy for you. Last tip I would I would say, especially for folks under the age of 30, is they ask questions that, that I didn't. I won't use anybody else, but I didn't ask uh, in the 80s and 90s of what's next. 
And that is a, a table stakes question for people under the age of 30. And so to get in front of that, you talk about it both in the interview process, but if this is another great way in the offer letter to weave that story back in. We talked about this during our last time together at lunch. You had asked a question about like, what's next? Well, here's what we're thinking. There's four different paths. After you've had nine months, 12 months, uh, 18 months of success, here's the four different ways that you could kind of move your career to the next place. And getting in front of that and not leaving people to like figure it out or wonder, like let's squash out all the wondering and let's go ahead and say, you know, we want, we're going to set you up for success. You're going to have success. And with success comes options. Here's a couple of the different options that we think that you'll, you might be interested in, but we could talk about that after you've had some success. You know, everything you said is was building relationships. So you're saying right. in the job Shocking. offer, even before they've come to work for you, you are working to build that relationship, that personal I, I, connection. Think about it. And, and this is where I think that it's great for sales leaders in particular, because they're all about relationships. I mean, that's essentially you buy from people you like, you buy things that are compelling. You know, salespeople are good at this, just naturally, innately. They're just good at this. This is what happens. And some of it's taught and learned, but you just don't drop the ball at the at the offer letter. I think you create a wonderful hiring experience and you flip it on them in some ways and say, listen, I'm going to sell you. Like, like it's almost like it's it's okay to talk straight about this. Like, I'm going to sell you on the job and uh, and the company and the values and all that stuff. And you're going to sell me on your ability to do the job. And then we're going to come to a place where we both like this experience and we're going to sign off on it. Just like a prospect does and becomes a customer. It's no different. And I'm going to treat it that way because I'm going to sell you hard. And I'm going to tell you the truth, even if it hurts, you're going to do the same thing with me. And so you create kind of um, a different dynamic in sales than like marketing or in uh, if you're hiring a, a recruiter or an HR manager, you wouldn't probably have that frank of a discussion. But this is the ability on both sides for me as a sales leader to sell you. And this is your ability as a sales leader as well to then sell me on you. And so let's do this dance and, and let's have a successful relationship. And uh, I think the best thing sales leaders can do is just come at that straight. We don't need to disguise that. Like other, other you know, if you're in finance, okay, you have to disguise it in accounting and other places like that. In sales, you don't have to disguise it. You can actually just talk like, like you know, we can actually talk. Tell me why, tell me, uh, I love this, uh, this bill I learned the other day. It was uh, advice for candidates. And so the bit was before the candidate leaves the interview, whether it's a Zoom call or, or in person, the candidate then says, okay, is there anything you've heard today or anything that I've kind of given off or you, you've learned about me that would preclude you from giving me an offer letter, which I think is fantastic candidate advice. And for salespeople in particular, it's great advice, sales candidates. Is there any, because you're essentially asking them about the sale. You're asking them, is there anything that, you know, we've talked, I've listened, you've, you know, you've listened, we've had this back and forth, we built some rapport, feel like we have a good relationship, feel like there's, we've built some trust here. Is there anything that I've done, said, or you've heard that precludes us from taking this to the next level? It's a great trial close. <laughs> 
<laughs> the irony, the irony, Suzanne is yes, that's exactly what it is. When someone told me that, I'm like, oh, that's just fantastic advice. Yeah, and it's great now, advice, and it's a great trial close and and good practice for when they're selling. I find it really interesting what you're saying about the sales leader not realizing that they haven't closed the deal yet and that sending out the offer letter is part of closing that deal. Suzanne and I would like to thank William for joining us today in this part two of a series of interviews on job offers. Go to our Sales Hiring Straight Talk LinkedIn page and follow us so you don't miss when we post our next segment with William. For more great hiring advice from him, check out his website, recruitingdaily.com, to learn more about his e-newsletter and his podcasts. We're here to be a resource for you. Visit saleshiringstraighttalk.com to listen to more episodes in the growing podcast library. Sales Hiring Straight Talk, so your sales hiring interviews rock.